0: This is Lauren Alexander.
1: And I'm Jeff Odom.
0: And you're listening to The Groove Lab Podcast. Hey guys, before we start this interview, I just wanted to let y'all know that I've got a brand new single out right now called Break My Heart. And you can go listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. Um, Just search Lauren Alexander break my heart and um yeah i hope you guys love it as much as i do and i hope you guys enjoy this episode hello everyone we are here with matt james the frontman for the rock band blacktop mojo based out of palestine texas thank you so much for being on
2: thanks for having me
0: of course yeah. um so how have you guys been this past year music wise i know it was kind of a little crazy
2: it was a little crazy. We uh, we did kind of the the live stream thing, kind of like everybody else, and did some of those. Uh, we were lucky enough. I mean, luckily we live in Texas, and we never really shut completely down, mm-hmm. so we were able to play some shows here and there, uh, socially distanced and all that. That was kind of weird, uh, <laughs> being at a rock show and having everybody sitting down in chairs, right. in the floor. <laughs> but um, it was cool, man. We we're uh, blessed to be able to make it through this whole
0: whole thing. God, I know. It was it was rough. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about. I think we kind of talked last time in like 2012 or 2013. Um, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. So can you give me like a maybe a quick timeline from then to now? Uh,
2: well, we started the band in in 2012, at the end of 2012, and then uh, played a lot of shows and like you know playing covers cover sets in the corners of bars, you know, where you play for 4 and 5 hours or whatever mm-hmm. and um <laughs> we, did, we did that for a few years and then we released our first album in 2014 um recorded it here at Rosewood and uh we kept playing in dive bars but um we our first record was more heavy rock stuff than we'd been playing previously to that previously to that we've been playing kind of Texas country covers and uh you know 90s alternative stuff just stuff to make tip money you know right right um but our original stuff was was more heavy and and geared kind of a 90s grunge type of sound um so we decided to be a rock band so um we started traveling out to rock clubs in like dallas and houston and uh, austin and stuff like that and uh, we did that for a few years um fast forward to about 2017 we signed with our first manager and did a radio campaign for our second album um, with our song, Where the Wind Blows, and toured our first nationwide tour. Seven of us got in a white passenger van and and traveled around the country for about uh, two and a half months straight and uh, played a bunch of free shows everywhere (laughs) and, uh, yeah, tried not to go hungry. Right. And uh, we did that. And we've been basically on the road ever since. Uh, nice. put, out a, put out a record in the end of 2019, and then uh, COVID hit, and then we put out a little EP last year during the pandemic, and we've been working on our fourth record since then, and it should be out this summer. Okay,
0: so, so is it called Album 4, or is that just like the nickname uh, of it so for
2: now? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, that's kind of the nickname of it. It's, this album's going to be self-titled. Um, we kind of felt like we've done enough recording and stuff like that. We feel like we finally kind of found our, our sound, I guess you call it, and our, our vibe, and we feel like this album kind of represents what we do musically as a band. So. Nice. So, That's exciting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, tell me about the songs on the album.
2: <clears throat> um, there's a little bit of everything. It's kind of a hodgepodge of uh, different sounds. It's, uh, there's some heavy stuff. There's some more upbeat sounding stuff there's some blues sounding stuff some country sounding stuff um there's even like a i, I would kind of call it like an 80s power ballad type Ooh. of thing on there uh that's probably the best way to describe it i guess um
0: that's yeah exciting.
1: um very cool yeah. i have a faint recollection of us lord and i did y'all many years ago play at the um dogwood festival in palestine possibly oh yeah yeah i think Lori and i were doing those, a show there and i think we saw yeah. y'all it's like it's, i guess it's been it's so long it's been a long the time ago. I, don't like know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think i've seen you el- i've seen the band elsewhere but i think the first time i think was in palestine sure um so did y'all start in 2012 you said yes sir and so yes, sir. all y'all are from palestine uh
2: the drummers from palestine i grew up in rusk okay um and then our our bass player, he's from Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Okay. Um, our other guitar player is from Lindale. I, our lead guitar player is from Lindale, and then our other guitar player is from uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. So okay. What kind of? Oh. Yeah. Uh,
1: so it said on by you yard, kind of from, from, from everywhere. So I wasn't quite sure. We all
2: we like all uh, in two thousand sixteen. Everybody kind of quit their day jobs. and We all moved into a house together and started doing music full time. So that was.
0: No way! Y'all all live together.
2: We all live together uh, up until. Pretty much this past year, like uh, Nathan, our drummer, he got married in January, and then our guitar player just got married a so couple they, weeks ago. So the
3: wives so don't want to live with you guys <laughs> in the same. The house. wives don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> well, Nathan,
2: Nathan and his wife, uh, they lived with us for a while, so uh, they finally wow. got their own place, and uh, yeah, so everybody's kind of having an experience. For everybody's kind of yeah, I'm sure <laughs> everybody's kind of growing up and and moving out now, and uh, but yeah, we lived together and toured <laughs> together and all that for about five years now.
0: That's so cool. Okay, awesome. I want to know, tell me um, about the other guys in the band. Like names, uh, so dirty secrets, whatever
2: you want to say. Yeah, tell yeah, me. Uh So Nate, our drummer, Nathan Gillis, and I started the band. He, We were the first uh, and two only original members. That's um, a long kind of history, but uh, <laughs> we had a, a guitar player, a guy that I went to school with in Rusk uh, named Kenneth Irwin, was our first guitar player, and then uh, a guy that Nathan knew. Chris Davis was our first bass player, and we were a four-piece for a long time. We were playing all the cover sets and stuff. And then uh, through playing, we got <laughs> – way to go, Yeah, I know, no, making so much noise. Now, nah, uh, and then through playing, we met uh, Ryan Kiefer. He was playing with his cousin in a band called Chasing the New South around here, and uh, we kind of uh, stole him, I guess. Um, he started jamming with us, and we became a five-piece. Cause I'm not that great of a guitar player. and Our, <laughs> our drummer was very insistent about. Oh like, my gosh! Hey, we need another guitar player. <laughs> yeah, and he was right. Oh my for gosh! For sure. <laughs> um. And then uh, through like a couple member changes, we met Cat. Cat used to work at Clicks. He used to run sound at Clicks Live up here in Tyler. And uh, we met him. And he played guitar for us for a while. Then our uh, Ki came back, Kenneth Irwin, Uh He came back and played guitar. And Cat switched over to bass. And then. Uh, K, I left again in uh, 2018, 17, something like that, and uh, that's when we found Chuck. uh, Through our manager at the time, told us about this guy that played guitar up in Wisconsin, was looking for a band, and he. uh, We sent him all our songs and like talked to him on the phone a few times, and then he came down about three days before we had the tour, and uh, we had like a few rehearsals, but he knew all his stuff, and he's been in the band ever since.
1: I went down the rabbit hole last night on YouTube and yeah. looked up all of y'all's material. You know, I've I've heard it before, but I just wanted to kind of re- refresh myself. Man. Yeah. Y- y'all have some, you have some legitimate views on your videos, man. You have, like I think on the um, cover you did in Fort Worth, yeah. like 5.5 million views or something. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks, man. You guys
0: have, it seems like, a pretty big, loyal fan base.
1: We do.
2: That's we do. Uh I think it just kind of comes from, like that first tour we did, we, we toured around and there was maybe, we'd be lucky if there was 10 people in most of the places that we played, but then we kept going back and back and back and, you know, 10 would turn to 20 and then 20 would turn to 50 and... Um, it just kinda kept growing. It's like they kept bringing their friends, like, hey, you got gotta check these guys out or that's whatever. That's so the way to do it. Yeah, it's it's been it's been slow, but it, it's been definitely worth it. Like they're they're super loyal, like you said. And yeah, they're, they really they're, I they're I
0: awesome. could tell just from your social media pages, yeah. like they are they love they're you. They're all over it. Man. Yeah, they love you <laughs> and that's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're lucky to have That's one. pretty cool, man. So um do you have an upcoming tour coming up or we do. We okay.
2: do. We just announced it this morning actually. Awesome. Oh uh, great. Um July 10th i believe is the first date and we'll be out until august 22nd so i'm i'm very excited to get
0: finally well, get back on the blacktop yeah.
2: back on the road back on the
0: blacktop
1: so where are y'all <laughs> gonna be heading out
2: uh we'll be heading out july 9th i believe <laughs> so um up until then we got a we got one show it's a festival down in lake conroe with uh like scooter brown and jason castee and uh some other awesome bands cool. at uh Papa's on the lake. That's where that's at. So, it could uh, be multiple states? It'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be multiple states. Okay. Uh, the tour will. Uh, we're going all over the place, uh, all over the Midwest, a little bit in the Southeast. Everything uh, is
1: fairly open. Yeah, yeah. Now, because, you know, California and some yeah. other spots we can't go to. Right yeah. Now, but
2: well, and, and they're all kind of banking on everything. It's beautiful. supposed to be opening up, uh, you know, toward the end of June and July, so, yeah. Uh, and we got a couple of big festivals and, and stuff I love like that. Festivals, uh, man. Yeah, me too. They're the, they're the best. <laughs> yeah. Um but hopefully everything will be opening back up. Everybody's getting their shots. And, I'm sure they get excited. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. they hit the road again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> I can't uh it's been weird sitting at the house for this mm, long. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Enough of those live videos on Facebook and whatnot. Mm. You wanna go out and do some legitimate singing in front of a legitimate crowd.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's kinda it's kinda weird. You get the you get that feeling every night. You kind of get, like, used to it or yeah. addicted to it or whatever you want to call it, and then they just kind of. It's a high. It's been, it yeah, a high, yeah. You know? I mean, you guys both yeah. know. And uh, then to not be able to do that for so long has been, it's been Something's weird. Something's missing. Yeah. You know, part yeah. of you is missing. Yeah, man, I think the connection's good for everybody, too, man. I mean, everybody, I've seen m- multiple studies talked about, about, you know, uh, like, guys that'll be, like incapacitated, like paraplegic and um I I know he was a big Metallica fan, the guy that was in this study and like his wife would take him to all these Metallica concerts and like through the community of all the Metallica fans and through all these multiple shows he slowly regained his ability to uh oh, yeah. to get around. You right, know wow. and uh to speak and to all this stuff. I mean, is there something something
1: Music is therapy. I something mean, about it, it. Something about, about, about it. it. I mean, listen, when I'm having a bad day, being around I tell people, people I need to go yeah. out and have music therapy. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times it's just me getting in my Jeep and taking the doors off and just blasting some music because it just makes me feel better. Absolutely, man. You know? yeah. And not seeing live music or not being able to play live music yeah. this past year, you know, That's really good. has affected a lot of musicians in a very negative way.
2: Well, it's taking, it's taking a toll on everybody, man. I mean, oh, there's, yeah. There's a lot of people that, Use music therapy, you know, Yeah. What yeah, I mean, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. for multiple That's, reasons. Yeah. You know? yeah not yeah. only for the
1: money, but you know, once it, it becomes your life. Yeah. And you're not able to do the thing that you were put on this earth to do. Sure. It's tough. It is. You you're know? like, it's
0: who am I? Yeah. What am I doing? I don't
1: know. What I, I know what she had I, that this year. You know? What do I even do?
2: Listen,
0: I had that. What do I
2: do with my hands?
0: Yeah. I feel like I've been in that uh, quarantine space. Like since having a baby, like
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I've hired myself. Congratulations out. on that yeah, brother. Oh, yeah,
3: thank, it, it, you, yeah. thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you.
0: Yeah. But that. you just like kinda quarantine yourself basically when you have a, a child and sure. then then they're like, Oh, and now you can't you can't leave your house. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: <laughs> now you can't the rest of the you world. You can't even go yeah. to Target. Yeah. I know I had to hire myself out as a drummer mm-hmm. to go play where I can play because mm-hmm. shows are limited and you just could not rely on one artist mm-hmm. to really allow you to have any kind of income right. so you just start hiring yourself out as much as possible so you can get keep yeah. doing what you're spent to do but oh, yeah. like as a lead man as you are yeah it's not quite as easy to yeah. hire yourself out unless you want to do studio work or whatever yeah you know? solo shows stuff yeah. Like that. but mm-hmm.
2: yeah I I bartended for a little bit. Oh, I did, you? did <laughs> yeah, I went How is went that? down a, went down to the local draft bar there. Uh well i I figured I was hanging out there enough anyway. I <laughs> might I might as well I might as well yes sir yeah, the, the totally pipe and barrel there. Yeah you should. I it's, heard it's, it was pretty it's, good. it's awesome man. It's a it's a great little spot. It's over
1: there close to um, across the street from um, From the where the Dogwood Festival yeah, right
2: over is, there, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Were yeah. you doing all the like uh bar tricks? Like
2: flipping the shaker and like. Oh, uh, fortunately, <laughs> we didn't have to make mixed drinks because oh, okay. they only do yeah, like the just dry beer. Oh, like, okay,
3: just okay, dry. so it's yeah. super super simple.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. simple. I c- I don't know if I can handle all that. <laughs> I th- I, don't, I mean that seems pretty intense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just nice to be busy and like yeah. be around people and, and stuff. Thanks it was cool. Money. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Crossing the gym sh- also. Gym. was that place? Uh,
2: what was that place? The Shelton the gym. gym. Shelton Gym. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 stuff get wild over there man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's where we played our first show actually oh, back did you? back oh, at really? the end of, yeah yeah that was the How end, did that end of go? 2012 uh it was interesting it yeah. was it was right um it was actually the, you remember the night that the world was supposed to end for the Mayan, oh, yeah, yeah. Mayan calendar yeah. or whatever? Oh, it was 12-21-12. Yeah. yeah. And that was the night our first show was oh. played, so.
0: and you guys saved the world. It didn't end because <laughs> of you guys. We
2: either saved, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We either saved the world or the world actually did end, and this is just some <laughs> so, weird hallucination I'm going through I could right buy from, now. I could because buy both right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh. legit. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. Um. I want to talk about maybe some favorite memories from the road, or like funny things that have happened.
3: Okay. Um, if
0: you can think of anything.
1: It's a it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> if, yeah. Don't censor yourself. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, no, like yeah. nothing incriminating.
2: Nothing incriminating. No, I don't care. You can do
0: uh, <laughs> whatever you want.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I'm. Uh, we've we've had a lot of wild nights out on the road, man. Uh, we don't get too, like. VH one behind the music, everybody's motley crew mm-hmm. right, using right. drugs or whatever. Uh a lot of nights we end up just back on our bus getting drinking whatever liquor we got left and everybody ends up hammered and doing drunken karaoke in the front <laughs> lounge or something like that. Um but I don't know, we've been we've been to a lot of cool places. I remember uh the first time we got to play in, in Hollywood, like we got to play at the Viper Room. Um and we had uh, Joe Barisi, I don't know if you know who that is. He he engineered a lot of the Tool albums and uh, okay. Wolf Mother and stuff like that. Um, but he was talking to us and we were we were trying to get him to engineer or like kind of engineer produce one of our records. And he came out to our Viper Room show and uh, he didn't like it. <laughs> oh, and, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he left before the end of the show. Like, oh man. Uh, so that's was, that was kind of a wild <laughs> little letdown. And uh, but. That was, it. Was fun being there, like it, just places like that, or like New York. Uh, we did like our first time in New York. We did like a, a radio show, like down in in the middle of Manhattan, and like we're freaking wide eyed and, and bushy tail. Like we're from we're from East Texas. We don't right. we don't deal with that a lot. So like we had to take a train in from New Jersey to be there on time and stuff. And the rest of the band went and. We were playing playing in Brooklyn that night, and uh, so we went and like played on this radio show, and then we had to like take the subway, and then we like got lost on the subway oh for a little bit. shout of water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're you know we're carrying our guitar cases around New York and stuff like that, and we're just. It was cool though, man. Everybody yeah. was. Everybody's a lot nicer than they You know, you always hear like, oh man, they're they're assholes up there in New York, but right. no, nah, everybody's like, no, nah, I mean you just gotta you gotta go over that way, you yeah, know. People, they're cool. people, it's yeah, just, people um, are cool, man. Yeah,
1: people are cool. Being out of your area and yeah. kind of concerned about what's around the next corner. Well, yeah, and that <laughs>
2: seems
0: like such a different world. Like that seems like oh for sure,
3: man. You feel Especially like you're I'm on Rusk. a yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. You feel like you're on a different planet. Yeah, man. yeah. Um, yeah. We just we've had a lot of wild. I can't really think of any. I know, I just put you wild, on the spot. <laughs> like right off the bat, but yeah. yeah, just being in those places, I think is is very trippy and surreal when you're growing up in a town of five thousand people or whatever
0: yeah and then getting to be there with your best buddies yeah so that's and getting to play music and yeah. stuff and yeah. it's
2: like that i think that's that's the coolest thing about music too is like you get to travel all over the place and like people are glad you're there like most most of the time people travel around and they have to spend a bunch of money for people to be glad that they're there you know but you just get to all you have to do is show up and play some songs and stuff and everybody's just and treats songs you. With people everybody people you, treat you play with. Yeah. And everybody just treats you so nice. Just it's it's super cool and it's a it's a weird way to make a living, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It is a weird way to make a living. Yeah. It really is. I have a question though. Uh to get back to your um, earlier childhood, when did you know you could sing and did you have any training or what's your history with your being a lead band?
2: Um so the first time I sang in front of anybody I was in Fifth grade, and I played the Lion and the Wizard of Oz at school play. Um, and I was awesome. No, and then uh, then we ended up moving uh, when I was probably like 12, 13 years old. I didn't really sing after that, which is weird. Um, but we moved to, to Rusk. Um, and then I never really – I got into sports and stuff. I didn't never really sing. But I always had like a – I got a guitar when I was like probably like 12 years old or something like that for Christmas one year. So I just always had a guitar sitting in the corner of the room, and I could, you know, play smoke on the water and <laughs> Iron Man and, right. you know, stuff like that, and, but I never really got into it, and then when I was about 17 years old, I started just kind of, was like, man, I'm gonna t- teach myself how to play, I don't know, I don't remember the day or whatever, I was just, man, I'm gonna teach myself how to play, and, uh, I think it was like Every Rose Has its Storm or something, something super simple like that, you know, and, uh, just taught myself how to play and sing and you know that one day when it like just clicks where For you sure. can finally mm. do it and then you're like oh cool man i'm gonna learn this <laughs> song and then this song and then this song right and uh i dated this girl and when i was uh like a senior in high school i was when i was 17 and i dated this girl in palestine and we'd talk on the phone every night and she'd be like i'd sing to her on the phone like real real corny like right you're <laughs> right and uh but then she'd be like do you know this song and i'd be like I will tomorrow or whatever, oh you know gosh. what I mean. And then,
0: oh, that's so decided. cute. So, I'd, so
2: I'd learn, I learned. That's kind of how I learned how to play. And I, I just taught myself how to read, you know, the chord charts and stuff like that. And, well,
1: females and just, have been the inspiration for me to get into music.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then one day uh, I uh, wrote a song for her,
2: and that was the first time I ever wrote something. And then I was like, that clicked. You know, that was a little moment. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh man, I can do that. I can make a. I can make my own songs right. or whatever. And then so uh, we ended up breaking up <laughs> like most young romances. Yeah. Right. Um but I moved out to college and um that's pretty much all I did in my spare time. I went, I was playing football in college so I was just and taking like full course load. So I was real busy all the time and Where
3: were you going I, to
1: college
2: at? Uh Northwestern State in okay. Louisiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but any all of my spare time I pretty much just sat by myself in my Apartment or dorm room or whatever, and and just taught myself songs and started uh, making like little YouTube videos, of clips on a webcam or whatever, and putting. So them, no putting training them on at all. There.
1: You just picked it up and. Nah,
2: I, I've never had any like formal awesome, training man. at all. Yeah. Uh, once we started touring and stuff, and I figured out like that you had to take care of your voice sure. and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I started looking up different videos and stuff like that on YouTube about like warming up and just different breathing exercises, right. all that kind of stuff, but that's that's kinda only of that's all been yeah
1: you gotta take care of your instrument. Yeah, yeah. You really it's,
2: do. it's all been kinda of DIY for right. me. I, I haven't had the privilege of having any like formal well, you have training. a legitimate voice man. Thanks, you really
1: man. man. I be extremely impressed I appreciate with all you, your man. material man. I really dig it a lot.
3: Thank you, brother. Yeah man, no worries. Yeah.
1: And now a word from our sponsor.
0: We are so excited to be teaming up with Kaiser musical products for this season of the groove lab podcast. Kaiser is a family owned and operated guitar accessories company proudly made in East Texas and globally recognized for their world famous quick change capos. Guaranteed with a lifetime warranty, Kaiser capos are ready for anything that the road throws at them. And they offer a variety of colors, patterns, and styles to suit every player and every personality. So no matter where you are in your musical journey, there's a Kaiser Capo just for you. Go to kaisermusical.com and use our code GROOVE at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That's G-R-O-O-V-E at kaisermusical.com. Kaiser, fostering collaboration and creativity to share the power of music. (laughs) <laughs> I want to know about the song Was it any good? No Was it super, super cheesy?
2: It was It was really yeah. corny It was called Never Ending Butterflies So it was very Oh my god yes. Oh,
1: you have to record that
0: Wait, yeah. can we get a little sample Of that right
2: now? Was, <laughs> not a chance I honestly wish I could remember it I don't oh uh, I think there's a YouTube video Of it somewhere Oh, really? Okay, in, let's find it Out there on. on the
0: Uh-huh Yeah You're, you're gonna go find it And disable it Yeah Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> cut it off
2: No, it's not on my
3: <laughs> Yeah
1: That's but, so funny
3: Awesome.
1: I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how an old you know. yeah. Now she regrets breaking up with you. No, no, no. no.
2: <laughs> it was a high school sweetheart thing. Uh, and both went yeah. to different colleges, right. type of thing. But
1: yeah.
0: hmm. <laughs> awesome. okay, so let's talk about your most recent release, your EP. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it.
2: So the four songs on that EP we recorded while we were recording our third record, and they pretty much they just didn't fit on the record, but. Um, after listening to them for a while, we kind of realized that they fit together, like as their own little thing.
3: Oh.
2: And, uh, cause they were all kind of more dark, moody type of songs. And, uh, then last year, when we didn't have anything going on, it was like, put them out. You know, I mean, why not? Why hold on to them? And, uh, we had already kind of started writing for our next record anyway. So we were like, well, let's put this out. And, I mean, people are sitting at home, People, people are gobbling up you know they
0: want
2: it podcasts and yeah movies and shows and stuff left and right and i mean anything to kill the boredom you know what i mean so i mean it and it was killing the boredom for us too to be able to be like hey we got new music out so um that's kind of how that happened
3: yeah
1: so um where can the audience find blacktop mojo and um download music and where can they buy any merch that you're selling
2: yeah uh here? everything you can find everything on blacktopmojo.com okay and uh we got new tour dates out this morning uh, blacktopmojo.com tour awesome. and uh we got a new album coming out later this summer and so, it was recorded here at uh, rosewood you said uh this one wasn't okay the third one our third and our first record was recorded okay. here um uh, but our second and fourth record was recorded at sound Emporium in nashville okay. so. Um, but you can pre order that fourth record right now. Um, black.mojo.com slash album four.
3: Yeah. Yay. Right, sounds
2: good.
0: Well, we are so excited for you. Thank you Thank so you. much for being on the podcast.
2: Appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Group Lab podcast. Stay groovy.
3: Wow, one take. No one, one, one ever does it in one That's take. That's a professional <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs>